Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group, a weekly webinar. Today is Monday, November 12th, 2018. The purpose of this webinar is to introduce the work of Triangles to those people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of Triangles. So if you are new to this work and after participating in the webinar, think you might like to form a triangle, you can simply place your name in the chat box stating that, and then hopefully two other people who are participating today will also agree to form a triangle with you. And the other purpose of this webinar is to create a platform for those people who are already members of triangles to come together each week and participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the Triangle's planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work of Triangles is simply the establishing of a line of light, of loving, lighted communication between three people who agree to vivify that triangular link every day. Three people linked together as a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. This triangle that they have created is then placed within the larger planetary network of triangles. And as the network is visualized, the great invocation is sounded in order to release and circulate spiritual energies throughout the entire network and out into the consciousness of humanity. And it can thereby touch all open hearts and minds that can respond to spiritual stimulation when it is released into the atmosphere. Triangles need only take a few minutes each day, and it can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So as we do each week at this time, we like to take a moment of silence to link up with each other and with all other Triangles workers who aren't here with us today, and to visualize the network and then sound together the mantram, the invocation of light that you see on your screen, followed by a sounding of the sacred word. Radiance are we and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light 
and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. Thank you. After our meditation today, we have the opportunity to have a presentation by Clarence Harvey. Uh, he has presented it one other time on the webinar, and so you may remember him. He's a retired school teacher based in the UK, and he works with a small group of educators known as Triangles in Education. And he studies and teaches the martial art of the soul. So we we'll look forward to that. Those of you who were able to participate either in person or online in Saturday's seminar uh, offered by World Goodwill, a Lucis Trust um, branch that was held in London, New York, and Geneva, will probably recognize the importance of gathering together and coming together at this time of the year, which is the lower interlude counterpart to the high point of the spiritual year, which is, of course, the Wesak Festival. So I think Triangles workers have an opportunity at this lower interlude period, this dark time of the year, to bring this light into the etheric network, because we know that during the meditation uh, sequence, the lower interlude is concerned with bringing the energies from the illumined, soul illumined lower mind via the etheric into the brain consciousness. And so it is really a time for Triangles workers to do what we can to help ground and you might say externalize the network um, where it can be more actively touching the minds and hearts of those who would respond to it, as we say in the introduction. And so perhaps it's a good time of year during the lower interlude to reach out to people as we approach the dark cycle and as we approach the Christmas and Hanukkah festivals, which are so much related to the light. It's a good time to reach out to others because it is often a challenging time of year and people want to do what they can to bring light into the world. So you could approach people from that angle. It's not only to triangles workers or to people who are interested in esotericism that we want to reach out with this idea of triangles. It's a much broader, has a much broader application than that. So we should all be encouraged by how many people are really wanting to contribute in our world. So Triangles is a perfect opportunity to do so. 
So now let's take this opportunity to work together subjectively to let in the light through the network. So let's just take a moment of silence to be prepared for our work. Now let's link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are also working within this Triangles Meditation Group. Now we invoke the spiritual will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network.
hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Hold the group mind open and receptive to this inpouring energy of love.
Visualize light and goodwill circulating around the triangles from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of men and women everywhere, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Prior to sounding the great invocation, let's pause to consider the work to be done by the words that will be poured out. 
And as we repeat each stanza, let us visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race. Let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. And now <clears throat> I will hand the floor over to Clarence, and we look forward to hearing from him. Hello, Clarence. Thank you. Uh, hello, Kathy. Hello, everyone. Um, thank you for offering me this space today. The theme uh, or the title of what I'd like to explore a little bit um, with you is uh, singing self and service, music of the triangles. Um, bear with me, it might seem a bit cumbersome. <laughs> so I think we can 
look at life and experience in terms of vibration and vibrating energies. Ancient philosophies suggest that everything vibrates and that everything has its tone or its note, a natural frequency at which, at which each thing vibrates. We can apply this way of understanding nature, both outward into space, where modern astro-scientists, for example, are investigating black holes in terms of the sound or frequencies they emit. And we can go to the microscopic level into molecular world where, for example, there's research interest in the frequencies of human DNA. In Alice Bailey's book, Glamour, A World Problem, we meet similar ideas concerning vibration and sound. For example, that sound permeates all forms or that each human being has its peculiar chord and relevant, of course, to our own work in triangles, that every spiritual group has its own tune. So the suggestion is specifically made that the groups which are in process of collaborating with the hierarchy, the spiritual hierarchy, make music ceaselessly. An attempt to develop a sense of triangles activity as musical work may be of service. As we participate in the triangles work, this can mean that our own note or personal chord is understood as part of the overall music or tone of the triangles network. Imagine if the symbol of the network could be seen or heard as depicting a new musical network organ within humanity. At the personal level, we know that we are each responsible for doing the work that enables our own lives to sound a positive note in the world. The book Glamour, which I referred to, talks about the basic note of matter, the major third of the aligned personality, the dominant fifth of the ego, followed by the full chord of the monad or spirit. This idea is musically simplified when we know that in the seven note system of solfa, solfa being using the notes do, ti, la, sol, etc. The basic note said to be the basic note of matter. The basic note is called do. The major third is called Mi, and the dominant fifth is called Sol. In this case, Do corresponds to our physical selves. The note Mi corresponds to our personality. And the note Sol corresponds to the soul. The full chord will therefore be sung as Do, Mi, Sol. Do. Well, we teach our children the basics of this so far system in schools. Can we come perhaps to understand the significance of this simplified musical information in a way that is of practical use for soul living?
it seems that in this simple information, we have an accessible way of engaging in a type of singing that is consciously a way of aligning the various levels of selfhood, of shifting the vibrations to harmonize. It gives a method of self-musicalization that has a long tradition in sacred chant. By self-musicalization, I here mean the deliberate use of musical voice to make our self-energies vibrate harmoniously at the physical level, at the emotional level, and at the level of mind. In other words, to set up musical vibrations that resonate internally into the aspects of selfhood. This, of course, relates to one of the uses of the sacred word, the Om. Reflecting on the current world situation in terms of vibration invites a recognition that a major shift needs to happen and perhaps is happening in our general consciousness. We need to bring about those conditions under which the note of the soul can blend with and dominate the outer life. Singing of the soul far core, do me soul do, can be a means of deepening our sensitivity to spiritual vibration at the same time as we take active responsibility quality of vibration which our own physical presence in the world brings. Remembering, of course, that the lower do, do represent, can represent the basic note of etheric matter substance, and the higher do represents or can represent the sound of the monad or spirit. We can describe then our evolutionary task as being to learn to cause the lower do to be an accurate carrier of the vibration of the higher do as above so below. As we respond to and integrate the soul's vibration note, the note soul becomes the activated dominant note within each of us. And this in turn becomes a collective dominant soul note emitted through the sounds of the triangles network into humanity. Living more effectively as souls, our group effectiveness in sounding the great invocation as souls naturally increases. The steady internal sounding of the chord do, mi, sol, do can be used to stretch us upward internally, lifting our attention above and beyond the concerns of our personal self and into the note of the group life of service to noble purpose. This is a movement from me to soul, or in musical terms, from me to soul. It is at this level that we can enter more clearly into the group music of the triangles. It may be of interest to note the fact that soul is the name of our son. We can follow the implications through for ourselves. 
by singing this soul note correctly and holding the attention in our highest center of consciousness, we can perhaps support our developing ability to work with the light of the inner sun nature. At the group level, we enrich our understanding of the triangles network as a network of light which is musically tuned to the radiance of the sun and synchronized with the evolutionary vibrations of the sun as we enter the age when the sun passes through the sign of Aquarius. Contemplation of the triangle's logo as we do this can bring further insight and understanding. Such contemplation cultivates group sensitivity to the silent vibrations of the circle at the center of the logo symbol. In terms of word vibrations, it is the sound of the great invocation that resonates throughout the triangles. We can develop increased sensitive responsiveness to the musical keynote of that sound, demonstrating as a flowering of the energy of buddhi, a Sanskrit word used to refer to the pure love of the soul. The Triangle's bulletin carries the image that you see on the screen. A close look at the matrix of this geometric logo allows us to notice that the crossing of the threads of etheric light in the, in the form naturally produces a heart shape within the network. And that shape is formed out of the energy of lighted goodwill. There's a great deal of enlightening information that can be transmitted into human minds and hearts when these minds and hearts are seeking to be better tuned to the note of the soul. Beyond such tuning, there's the overarching note of the planetary purpose, sounding in Shambhala and serving as the energy of the upper door that can lead power, that can lend power and, and focus to our will to serve. Perhaps we will come to know the lighted threads of the triangles as song lines of the soul, a musical antakarana, a bridge that carries lighted love and goodwill throughout the center which we call humanity, supporting the processes of healing and the achieving of right relations everywhere as we move towards the goal of achieved brotherhood. The singing of the triangles helps tune the heart of humanity to the planetary heart, and indeed eventually to the center of planetary purpose. Thank you. Thank you, Clarence. That was very beautiful. And I'm sure it's evoked a response from our listeners, which they might want to sing to us. We <laughs> <laughs> have some proper singers out there. <laughs> yes. Here's one comment. If you'd, if you'd like to read it, um, or if you'd um, like me to, it's fine, whichever you prefer. Well, I, I, I can take a few of them. Um, and if I miss anything, please do help me. Okay. Um, so, yes, of course, um, I'll provide a copy of, of the talk um, from Heidi. And then I see the work in triangles, it is possible to be regarded as a musical composition. 
I like that, yes. The longer the members of the triangles are cooperating in such work, the more creative ability to create a classical musical composition, which becomes a magnetic voice that attracts the attention of those who begin to hear and listen. Yes. Thank you, uh, Evgeny. Um, some appreciations are there, thank you, which I appreciate in turn. Thank you. And I should just say, if anyone would like to share an, a comment by voice, uh, they can simply click on their name in the participants box, and then your hand will be raised and we'll unmute your microphone. And I, I've noticed we have a few French uh, participants today, so it's, it's wonderful, très merveilleux <laughs> pour les Français. <laughs> okay, go ahead now. Clarence? Yes. There's a, a comment there from Maria. Resonating, please send a copy of the presentation. Uh, Maria Caligari. Up above, perhaps we can consider greeting the sun, or solar mm. logos, by sounding the sol note. Um, is that something that Maria was suggesting we do that? Yeah, now, she's just, no, I don't think, not now. <laughs> as a basic practice. Yeah. Yes. I might say one, I'm sure others have um, interesting experiences along these lines, but uh, there was a time a number of years back when um, I kind of did something like that spontaneously, but instead of mentally, I actually sang it out loud and sang, sang out a note to the sun. Um, and then as I kind of lapsed into silence, I got a big surprise because I heard and felt the sun singing back mm. at me or to me. And I think in later pondering, it occurred to me that the sun is perhaps always singing out. Yeah. And, and to us, if, if we would only listen and tune in. So it, a lot of a lot can, can be there as we, as we work musically. Yes. What were the three notes again, um, asks Amy. Um, it's nothing new. They really do um, teach these things in school at uh, simple levels. Um, do, mi, sol, called the basic, the third and the fifth. Do, mi, sol, and then the higher do. Uh, um, am I missing any questions? Uh, there's a comment here. I'll unmute uh, Martha. Yep, thank you. Can you hear me okay? Yes. yes Clarence, thank you very much. I um, was singing along when you were speaking. Oh, how great. <laughs> I could really feel that while I was missing the specific words, I was hearing um, very much the spirit of what you were saying. It prompted me because you opened by alluding to chant. Yes. I used to do that years ago, early in the morning. It was a very wonderful experience. It, uh, and yet the Gregorian chant, at least, is built on a different model. It doesn't use the same tones as the Domiso um, model. Does, does that make a difference? Or did you know something about um, 
you know, the importance of chant was to bring the mind into an elevated place that was wordless. Um, mm -hmm. So, I, but I um, just wondered if there was some um, parallel to the actual modeling of the music itself, um, or was it more of a symbol that you were saying that? Um, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for the both the information and the question. Um, yeah, yes, for me personally, it's one of those things uh, where I think it's important to avoid being too too dogmatic or concrete that it must be this or this. Um, I have a friend who um, we, we decided we would start to sing together and she has not got a, a musical background or even a musical ear. And she had told me she had been doing some um, singing on her own and we were interested, she was interested in singing with me. And when we started to sing the sequences, it became very apparent that when she said she did not have a musical ear, she really meant it. And yet, in spite of not being a singer and, and singing, if you want, the wrong tones and the wrong notes, what I would have called not wrong from a technical um, perspective, the benefits that she was deriving were very, very clear. And it kind of speaks to one of the teachings that what is more important is what is happening within. So the attitude and the motivation and the quality of awareness that we are bringing because the outer form perhaps it will never be perfect or at least that's the long-term <laughs> objective um, and so when we refer to different modes of, of song um, and overtones i think i saw someone mention these are all aspects which um, demonstrate i suppose the diversity and the complexity Oh, that goes into our overall musical nature or the harmonizing of our nature. We are all units that are um, groups, <laughs> you know, as individuals, we are, we are groups of cells and networks of nerves and everything else. So multiple overtones are always present. Thank you. Kathy, Kathy, help me pick out something else. Um, there's a comment from Nick uh, in Spain that says, a quote from San Augustine, which says, those who sing pray twice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a nice one. Yes. There, there's, um, I see Amy comments that if one were to sing the great invocation, um, I have... Um, yeah, I'm aware of uh, a number of, of um, people, um, some highly accomplished musicians who have transposed or, or brought through music in connection with the Great Invocation. And I think some of those, may, you may be able to Google and, and find some such things. Um, it's, um, um, well, maybe I can give you one little example. Uh, it's a personal example in that it's one my father came up with many, many years ago. And what he did was to sing it in so far. 
And of course, that would go with from the point of light within the mind of God. And there are there, uh, many other approaches to, to musicalizing the great invocation. I have a sense that um, there's also those efforts can help us to begin to hear the, the great invocation um, at a different level. So it's not so much what we put in, but what then comes back through, through our humble efforts. Yeah. Uh, I see from Ditta, do I know uh, Gita Ben David? I, I don't. She heals by notes. Yeah. She's written a book, The Note from Heaven. She heals by singing to the body. Um, to set the, I'm afraid I don't know that word, it looks like frequens, back to the real frequens. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about something that Suzanne has been has written about here. Does the David Kingdom participate with triangles and the great invocation that they hear in color? So I was thinking exactly the same thought that we could also bring in, and as many of us probably do, this understanding that as we work with sound, we're also working with color from the perspective of our parallel kingdom. So the whole planet's bathed in sound and color. Yeah. Well, maybe since we're almost at the end of our time, um, we could, you could lead us in a moment of silence. Clarence. Thank you, yes. So I think that corresponds with the thought that afterwards, and sounds, sounds. Um, some of the beauty, the greatest beauty comes in the silence that we, we create the space for. So if we could do that, take our, ourselves to refocus and to listen deeply inwardly. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, Clarence. Thank you very much. And thank you, everyone. And we'll see you next time. Okay. Bye. Good night.